Welcome to Ukulele is the New Black. I'm Meredith Harper and I love to play the ukulele. In this podcast, I talk to ukulele players to find out why they play ukulele, what they love about it, and how it's changed their lives. I wanted to play an instrument, because musicians are so cool and I wanted to be cool, but I found playing an instrument was kind of hard. Today's episode is the second, which I recorded at the Blue Mountains Ukulele Festival back in February. I had a chat to another Melbourne-based duo, this time Sue Kidd and Brendan Canty, who performed together as Duplicity. We had a great chat in my Airbnb with the rain bucketing down outside, which gave the recording a little extra atmosphere at times. I'm sure you'll enjoy this one. So, ukulele players, introduce yourselves. Ah, well, hello, I'm Sue Kidd, one half of Duplicity. Um, yeah, that's what I am, one half of the Duplicity, aren't I? And I'm Brendan Canty, and I'm the other half of Duplicity. Yeah, fantastic. So, Duplicity, obviously, because there are two. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any other hidden meaning to Duplicity? <laughs> There's a joke about that. <laughs> there is, but uh, what happened was um, we're banding around names. Uh, double barrel names and just um, on the internet and then one night I think just sent you duplicity you came back with yes and we just went with it mm. and it was the night before the Hills Ukulele Festival and we were going to do the um, talent contest right yes. so we went in as duplicity and it was the first time we used it yeah and it stuck and then you it like does. it and we won the talent contest too which we noticed <laughs> that's, <but laughs> that's right so that was nice but it was just a good one good yeah. catchy name yeah. And so how long have you been Duplicity? Two and a bit years. Yeah. Okay. At so the end of August 2017. 17. Yeah. yeah. So um, so obviously you, you know each other. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. We, we, we do now. We, we met at, um, at our community ukulele group, Kalulu, which is in Callista. And Kalulu stands for Kooky and Luscious Ukulele Lovers United. Oh, say that again. That's special, awesome. isn't it? <laughs> Kooky and luscious ukulele lovers united. I'm liking it. Yeah, nice. that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So we met there in 2016. Mm. Uh, I was there before Brendan, and yeah, we. Uh, there's a bit of a story behind all that. There was a group of us that actually went to the Cairns Ukulele Festival in 2016, and so we were one of or two of twelve that mm. went up. And prior to that, we were practicing songs that we were given, and there was one that I was actually leading. I was singing the song, so Brendan became my um, my buddy, and we would practice a lot mm. to try and nail that. So, yeah, we sort of it was good from that. Yeah. So, our first actual performance as a duo would have been well, July two thousand and sixteen, because we were at a three hundred and fiftieth birthday party, which was a whole lot of seventy year olds having a party. <laughs> <laughs> and they ran it like an open stage and Kalulu had done a couple of songs and we just asked if we could do one just because the first time Sue was going to sing in front of an audience was Ken, so just to do it beforehand and they said oh we're taking a break yeah go ahead so we got up and did it and that was the first time we performed mm. as a duo yeah 
It was oh. terrifying, but it was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it went very well. Yeah. Well, you just have to plunge in, really, yeah, don't you? There's no so. easy way of doing no. it. Yeah. And we know the date because someone took a photo and gave it to us, and it's got a date and time stamp on it. So we know the exact time. <laughs> I think it was 3.40 in the afternoon on the 7th of July or something yeah. like that. So obviously you played ukulele when you, when you, when you met? Um, I had just taken up the ukulele. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm not a musician mm. prior to that. So, okay. yeah, I bought my first uke in 2015. So what inspired you to do that? Um, I, want, I didn't want to lose my brain. So I decided I needed to, and, and I always wanted to try and sing. So I thought the ukulele was a good option and I bought my first one at the Gigari Music Muster, which is my hometown and, and it has this festival every um, January. And I bought my first banjolele. Was my first you started year. with the banjolele? Oh, that says a lot about you. Well, yeah, it probably does. <laughs> I wanted to be different. I wanted to, yeah, it, it just took my eye and that certainly created a, a buzz at Kalulu mm. because everybody wanted a banjolele then, you know. Which, you uh, don't want too many banjolele. No, you it don't. It gets very loud. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but it's a sweet little, it's a, a nui nui. It's a very nice one. Yeah, so I, um, yeah, I started then and, and it was just, yeah. So you, you hadn't played an instrument before? No. So how did you learn? I self-taught, I yeah. suppose, yeah. And yeah. then just joined Kalulu and it's just all quite... Um, organic I suppose you just jump in and people show you some notes and then you go to Mm. festivals and uh, you pick up those you know lists or sheets of music and sit there painstakingly whilst watching tv and trying to do your changes in your you know, and your your fingers, and get excited when it happens, and the kids say, "Oh, mum, you got that one!" It's like, "Yay!" <laughs> you know, so so it was sort of like that, really. Ah, yeah. My kids just leave the room if I'm playing. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were very nice to me. <laughs> yeah. My daughter just rolls her eyes. It's ugh, goes to her room and slams the door. Um, my, my family come and watch us play, which is great. Yeah. Unfortunately, oh, we did nice. get a bit of that with ukuleles. Yeah. yeah. You know, just in general, with open mics, you used to hear the groan go around. Yeah. Oh, ukuleles. God, here they come. That's when you have to play it so amazingly. They say they have to eat their words or eat their groans. You know? mm. Yes, they do. And yeah. then they'll say, oh, okay, not as bad as I thought. We've mm. changed a lot of guitarists' opinions of uh, ukuleles, mm. actually. So they've even... Pick them up themselves and... Yeah, a couple have. Yeah, which is nice. Mm. And we've, I think we inspired a lot of the people who were in our sort of community who were the, as, as far as I knew, the musicians, you know, to become duos and actually go performing because Brenda and I do a lot of performance and it's funny that these two ukulele players are getting gigs and these guitarists aren't, so... Mm. It's quite, you know, it's a bit of fun, really. Turn, turn around. <laughs> See, guitarists dime a dozen. Well, that's exactly right, and, and that's it. what I tell them. Yeah, that's exactly it's what it's a it point is. of difference having the yeah. ukulele. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so that's. And nice. we set out not to sound like we were playing ukulele, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, I got paid a compliment at um, the gig area music muster by a chap that's one of the um, regular performers there and a really good performer. He just took me aside and said, if I hadn't been in that room watching, I would have sworn you were playing an electric guitar. I thought, okay, I'm taking that as praise because we said <laughs> totally to yeah. sound different. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, my introduction to uke was slightly different to Sue's. Someone, I played guitar and someone suggested I come along to a uke group. And, and you laughed and laughed. No, laughed. no, I had a uke. Um, <laughs> okay. We had a company 
uh, Alan's music went out of business in Melbourne. And they were having um, you know, a fire sale. And I bought a 10 of ukulele, sold mahogany for $50 or whatever oh, wow. it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I put a pickup in it and that was all right, but I really didn't know how to play it. And uh, so I went along and they had a performance coming up and they asked me if I'd play bass for them. So I joined a ukulele group and for the first four or five months I was playing bass. And in March 2016, I realised we were going to the Cairns Ukulele Festival and I knew three chords. So I ditched the bass and the guitar and just concentrated on the uke for the next few months in the lead up to Cairns. And obviously you worked out how to do it. You've got more than three chords now. Well, sitting in a room for two hours with people playing uke songs, you learn. And the thing I liked about the uke, because having played guitar and bass and things, is you can make up chords. So if I didn't know the chord, I just made up what notes it should be. Um, yeah. So playing along with only four strings, it made it a lot easier to work out what it should be. Yes, yeah. And that worked. Yeah. But yeah, sitting in a room for a couple of hours at a time with people playing, you pick it up. It's probably the best way to learn. So you write songs? Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. three so yeah, far. Three. Well, that's that's yeah. more than one. That's and a lot that that's more than zero. Yeah. There's a lot that are unfinished. Yeah, that's right. We've got a few of those. I've got to still. It's that last verse. <laughs> We found we work best under pressure because yeah. the first song we wrote, we had the music for months and months and months and it was the week before the ukulele festival. So sort I of sat down and wrote out lyrics and then um, we worked on those and smoothed them out. Um, we were at one about a festival we went to in New Zealand uh, for the next time we went back to New Zealand and we wrote it in the hotel airport. The airport hotel the night, the night before, before we flew out. We <laughs> finished the lyrics. Song. <laughs> <laughs> um, really so I think we just need that pressure to get things um, done. Right. Otherwise, they sit there and they're not doing yeah, well. Well, that way you know they're not stale. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah, nobody wants a you know no. under death song. That's it. <laughs> so, did you write when you were a guitarist, or is this a new thing with the ukulele? No, it's more or less a new thing. Um, I was just happy playing the guitar. I never really thought about writing songs. It was just more that. Um, we needed to try it, mm. um, and we've done. Um, we had the well. I had the music for the first one. It used to be. Um, it was something they just play and fiddle with. So then, so we might as well make it into a song. So then it was a matter of coming up with the melody and the lyrics, and the lyrics are the hard part. So we had the melody. We had that. We tried about six different names for it mm. as we went through, and finally we decided what we'd do and. Knocked it out just before we went and did it in Newcastle. And we weren't going to play it as part of our set in Newcastle because we'd only written it. So we did our set, then we went to an open mic and played it that instead. Hmm. And everyone started bopping along, so I thought, okay, this is all right. So yeah. we can do it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better test these things. Yeah. Well, speaking of songs, hmm. would you like to play something? We can do yeah, that one. That'd be lovely, yeah, let's do that. This is um, a song called Moving On, and it's a bit of a breakup song. Yeah. Not us. Not us. We're <laughs> well, not you, you don't. No, 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 no. we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a band and we got sacked. So. That's right. So this is <laughs> oh, so not that this kind is our of song. No, yet. no. Yeah. 
great song and you've got yeah. your nice harmonies going on there too yeah, oh, yeah. thanks so you said you started you, you started singing what for in 2016 sorry. so you seem to have worked it out I guess you sound like you, you sing with confidence like you've been singing for a long time um, I probably I've, 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 I certainly sing with more confidence now mm. since we've been a duo we've done a lot of gigs so um, and that's been helpful but prior to that, you know, getting out in front, my legs were shaking. My first ever um, open mic by myself was at the Gigari Music Muster in 2016. And and I did two songs and I got up twice and did, you know, two different songs. And, and this was in front of my, you know, my hometown crowd and in place where I grew up and everything. And, and so... You know, my legs were shaking. I swear people could have seen them like that. That's how it felt. But it wasn't. And, and the voice came through okay, which was really good. But um, I had four singing lessons prior to going to Cairns right. to nail that one song that, you know, yep. was my song. And and then it's just been us singing mm. together and me, yeah. I was a, a, a shower carpool girl <laughs> singing, that's all. We yeah. have the same history. Then. Yeah, 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 there we go. <laughs> but I find yeah, the key with me singing is to do it. The more you do it, Correct. the better you get. Absolutely, yeah. It's yeah. just doing it, practice later. Yeah. I think people don't realise that they don't treat voice like like a ukulele. It's an instrument, just yeah, like anything. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you no, really do have great. to look after it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So you sounds like you do a lot of ukulele festivals. Yeah, we've um, 
We've done a, um, what do we do? Cairns, that was with the, the bigger group. Um, Newcastle, we've been to New Zealand twice for the Four String Festival that Paul Johnson runs. Um, Ukulele. Spruik. Spruik. Spruik in Brisbane. Yeah. Melbourne Ukulele Festival. Hills Ukulele Festival a couple of times. And we're doing that again. Both of those again mm. soon. Um, the Gagari Music Muster. Yeah. Where I run the, the ukulele part of the festival. Yeah, which is pretty cool within mm. the festival. Mm. So that's nice. That's been the last two years we've done that. That's quite a long list, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, we also and you did do the Newport Mount- Folk Festival, which is not oh, a ukulele, yes. but it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, and and we're not just about the well, yeah. I'm just about the ukulele, but Brendan plays, of course, the guitar and anything else that he wants to put his hands He's on. Just really. a, a musical instrument, well, he tart, is. isn't he? <laughs> he is. He's got strings. He'll play got, it. That's yeah. it. As long as you remember the tuning. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> tuning um, is important. <laughs> mostly we play um, pubs, clubs, restaurants, so they're three-hour gigs, and we've done a hundred of those in two years. Oh wow! Mm. So. Lots of singing practice. Yeah. yeah. So aside from the three songs you've written, you, you, what, what kind of things do you play? Uh-huh. Yeah. Anything I, really? Yeah. Um, um, I, you know, I love Amy Winehouse, um, Fleetwood Mac, Neil Young is a bit of a favourite yeah. of ours, you know, so we, we sort of get the songs and make them our own, so um, a little bit different. It's particularly the case with the ukulele, what the ukulele versions we do of songs, because quite often you can't replicate what the original no. is. Like for... Yeah, Neil Young songs, you pick up a guitar and you can play a Neil Young song, where they don't come across the same on the uke. So um, there's some others we've done, uh, Amy Winehouse, and uh, we did an Amy Winehouse song, which I'd never heard her do. So I worked out an arrangement for it, then a month later I heard her original, thought it's not even remotely. <laughs> no, um, so we just stuck with what we were doing. Because yeah. yeah. um, I used to listen, it was back to black, and we used to listen to other people doing covers of the way they were strumming it. It worked so well for you. Picking, of course, I heard her version. Oh, now I understand. And other songs by people like uh, Imelda May, who's um, an Irish singer. I like her. Um, And one of hers we do, I was in the car the other day and it came on and I didn't recognise it because what we've done is so different. But Mm -hmm. for some of them, you can't get the same sound or feel that they got in the original. And and what's the point if you want to get the same? Just just listen to them. Exactly. Exactly. So a lot of the guitar ones are more covers and a lot of the ukulele ones are quite different to the originals. Mm. Just um, And that's evolved over time. Some of them started off probably close to the originals and now even the melody's changed on stuff, which surprised me. <laughs> the song that um, was the song that I did at the Cairns Ukulele Festival is Bad Habit by Daniel Ate the Sandwich. Daniel Ate the Sandwich. Oh, yes. But it's nothing like hers. And, um, yeah, so it was mm. interesting because we, we arranged that yeah. uh, to, for our group of 12 to go. So, yeah, that was really, that was where it all sort of started mm. from. And then we were just bored of doing the same stuff. So we'd say, oh, what do you want to play? Let's, and we just went from there learning more and more songs. Yeah. Mm. So that was fun. Yeah, fine. Sometimes yeah. I'll just hear something on the radio in the car and think, yeah. oh, and just get home Write and work that out down the chords. Quick, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got so many chords or half worked out chords for songs I probably never play, but um, but it's it's fun, isn't it? Yeah. It's, and I quite like the intellectual exercise of yeah. just yeah working out because you look them up the chords on the internet and it's a start, mm. but yeah. they're never right. No. <laughs> That's Brendan's job. See, he's he's the talent. Oh, <laughs> he's the genius I behind see. behind all that. I just you know it's like give me what I need to do. Oh yeah, and then I just feel it, and then mm. it just comes through. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. So one of the other things we do, and we run a workshop, we're only a workshop on that here, 
is um, like arranging the songs in two parts because Sue has to focus on the vocals. So she needs to be able to play something that she can play without having to think about while she's singing. So um, quite often we'll do different strum patterns, even different chords, the whole thing, because um, that's her role is to sing it and be able to play something while she's doing that. And I can play the bits in between, yeah. whatever, because I'm not having to worry about the vocals. Yeah, yeah. And that but, works. Yeah. If I'm singing, I, I have one strum I can do while I'm singing. Okay. If I'm not singing, I can do all kinds of strums. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. I just, I can't. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. To I've got my default strum. That's, right. that's pretty much the only on. one I can do. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. We have that's one song where we play exactly the same part. Yeah. Um, everything else we play two different mm. parts. Them And the other one, um, which where we play the same thing, we started off both playing different things. I say playing different things to do with the others. But because they had lots of tempo changes and stops and starts, it worked far better if we played identical things and nailed the stops and starts. Mm. Yeah. And that one is the, the thing at the second. The second hills you, yeah. no, the first one. That's <laughs> right, the first hills you collide on. So, um, but, yeah, it was um, just working out what we can do with two ukes. And we work on the basis of between, so we've got eight strings. So if a chord has six notes, we don't we can play the six notes between. Yes. Rather than each of us trying to play the same chord. Yeah, exactly And it works. Right. Yeah, yes. makes a lot of sense. Mm. Yeah, uh, do you have another song? Yeah. Do you, will we do to another original or a original or, or a cover? Whatever you would like to play. What I do don't want to. We could do this. Well, we can do this, or we could do the other one. We'd like to do back to black. Yeah, let's do. That. Oh, yeah, let's do, do, do a bit of aim. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we talked black. about it, so it's good to yeah, play. Yeah, we talked about it. All it all magically links. Yeah. In. Yeah. yeah. All right. Go back to us. 
I love you much It's not enough You love blowing I love puff And life Is like a pipe And I'm a tiny penny Rolling up the walls, the walls inside We only said goodbye with words I died a hundred times You go back to her and I'll go back Fantastic. Yeah, and I just love the yeah, the, the, the minimal. It's things. good, isn't it? It was all about the singing. Yeah. So the uke just kind of gives it the yeah. the structure. Oh, well, that was great. Quite surprised when I heard Amy's <clears throat> um, studio version it was so upbeat. Yeah. I'm sure she really, because it's not a happy song. I'm sure she meant it like that. Yeah. But because yeah. it has to sell and everybody's gonna dance or whatever, yeah. it's became yeah. boppy, but yeah. pretty sure that's how she means it. Yes. That's my interpretation. Look, I'm, that's I'm, how I feel. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went to um uh, a couple of years ago. It was when we sort of first started, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. So it must have been 2017. Yeah. Uh, there was a Amy Winehouse exhibition in Melbourne at the uh, Jewish Museum, mm. and her brother had put on this exhibition of her stuff, and we went along to that, and um, it was it was very emotional, and it was um, for quite some time I couldn't sing it. Or I, I could barely get through it, you know, and I and I, I just channel all that. It was very sad. Mm. Mm. So, how has ukulele changed your life? Mm. Um, who wants to go first? Off you go. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, for me, it, it, I've now become a musician. I was never a musician before. I never, ever thought I would ever be performing for people, singing and playing the ukulele. 
Um, so that's been an incredible thing for me. You know, it's been this rebirth of, you know, you, you, you hit 50 and then something changes. <laughs> that's what it, and that's what it was for me. It, it all happened just before, yeah, when I turned 50, I bought my first ukulele. I did the same. Yeah, yeah. isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. Well, when my mother turned 50, she took up the cello. Oh. Um, my, I didn't set my sights quite so high. Yeah, I decided to be beautiful. more realistic. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she plays ukulele now. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to play the cello. That's a damn not sexy instrument, isn't oh. it? Oh yeah, love it. It's great. <laughs> it actually goes very well with ukulele. Yes, it, it does. does. Yes, it really does. Really we does. had um, a cellist at Paul Johnson's Four String Festival this year or last year, and she just brought a whole other dynamic. It was lovely. Mm. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm lucky. I get to play with a cellist a lot yeah, of the time. Nice. So, yeah, um, it's sort of. Uh, the ambition of when I was 18 to be in a band and playing and going to festivals and all of that just took another 40 years or so to get around <laughs> to it. But, yeah, we've been right up the East Coast. We've been to New Zealand twice. Um, not things I ever expected to do playing the ukulele. And it was funny because I've played guitar for about 50 years. No one's remotely interested in getting me to play guitar. It's either banjo or ukulele. It was banjo. Then I took up the ukulele. Now it's, can you play the ukulele? Yeah, OK. I can do that. But I think probably one of the highlights was when we were in New Zealand in 2007, 18, yeah, um, Manitoba Hell was there. Mm-hmm. And we were outside just um, running through the set we were going to do that night and he just came over and jammed with us. So mm-hmm. the song we did before moving on, playing that and having Hell playing the solo. That's was pretty cool. Fantastic. <laughs> Unfortunately, no one was there to video it. But yeah. he just came over, played along with us yeah. for about half an hour and just wandered off doing something else and yeah. thought, yeah. Good. Nice. Mm. And then you get to play at the Blue Mountains Festival tomorrow yes. night. So you're, exactly. you're on tomorrow night. I'll, I'll, yeah. Unfortunately, Excellent. I'll miss your set because oh. I'm going down to Springwood to see Amanda Palmer. Oh. You can't compete with Amanda Palmer. No, I'm fit. sorry. Okay. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, she's actually on because I'm, you know, from Canberra. She's mm. on in Canberra tonight. Oh. Which ah. and I thought, oh no, I'm going to miss out. I really oh. wanted to go and I couldn't. I thought, wonder where she's on. I thought, I cannot believe she's in Springwood. And I, and I thought that can't be a coincidence that she happens to be here at the same time as the ukulele festival, uh-huh. but I think it is. Okay. But, yeah, it just well, lucky to... you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but it's a shame because actually three, three people I'm interviewing this afternoon all on tomorrow night when I can't go and see them because I, I thought, damn, because I do like to, yeah. after having the chat, to go and listen yeah, to you. Yeah. It helps. Yes, um, but, of course. Yeah, this time. Oh. But, but thanks so much for being a chat to me today. Thank it was a pleasure you. meeting you. That's wonderful. Yeah, Thank you so much you. for asking us. It's been a real pleasure. Mm. Thanks. Oh. Play well. Break a leg tomorrow night. Thank, oh, thank you. you. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> Ukulele is the New Black is produced by me, Meredith Harper. I wrote the theme tune and I performed it with Jasmine Fellows, Jeff Skellums, Jim Croft, Paul Marsh, Chris Williams and Sandra Shaw. If you want more information about any of the things mentioned in today's podcast, I have links in the show notes as well as a playlist with songs relating to today's episode on the Ukulele is the New Black YouTube channel. If you enjoy this podcast, you can support me on Patreon, or you can buy some merch at ukuleleisthenewblack.com, or give the podcast a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, or just tell your friends about it. Episodes are released every second Monday, and you can subscribe pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. I'll be back with another episode in two weeks. Because it's the new black.
coming yeah. down to Melbourne for any of the festivals down there? Well, it's in Melbourne. Every March I go overseas, and every March, why don't they do it at a different time? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're performing there and mm. running a workshop there too, aren't we? No, Are we, no, no, we're not doing that one. We're doing running a workshop at Huff. Yep. Yeah, that's sorry. right. Not at Muff. Muffs and Muffs. <laughs> Muffs and Muffs. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. On that note, um, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, after sing that song, it's fine. Yeah, um, <laughs> true that. <laughs>